Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Love is all that I can give to you. Jealousy, who's killing who, and infidelity. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome, welcome to Why Women Kill. Oh my goodness, season one, episode one, where we explore one home in Pasadena, three different decades, infidelity and mystery. Oh my goodness. I've got my amazing host here. Uh, I want to introduce him. He's incredible. He is George, and I'll let him keep talking. He's an award-winning producer and writer. George, take it away. And I am Jackie's co-host. You're operating on such a high frequency right now that it doesn't even matter what I do because I'm feeling the vibes. (laughs) I'm feeling the vibes, Jackie. He's amazing. Oh, my God. So glad. Listen, we watched this show, and we were just blown away. I've never seen a show like this before. Okay, so we're going to give you some teas of the topics and segments and news. It's going to be really juicy. Special segment by George. Yeah. He's going to take that away. And then we have hot news. With the, uh, Let me tell you, the creator of the show is Mark Curry. And we're going to give you some more information about that. So overall thoughts, Well, George? you know, my last name, Corey, kind of sounds like Curry. And that's relevant because he did such a good job that I want to be associated with him. Direction was awesome. <laughs> The one-liners in in this show in episode one. I want to go to the writers' room and have a drink with y'all because those one-liners were landing, and it was so tastefully done. The transitions you mentioned about being three different eras in the same home, and the distinctions between the eras—you felt it, you lived in it. I am really liking this show, Jackie. Oh my goodness, George! I'm loving this show, and Mark Curry, thank you for creating this show. I yeah. mean, he he not only created this; he's created so many other shows, and we're going to tell you all that in the news segment because he is on fire. On fire, eight point six on IMDb. I'd give it even higher, Ooh. but we're we're going somewhere good with this show. We really are because I've I've never seen a show like this before. Have you seen a show it's, like this before? Three actually, decades. Yeah, it's the first of its kind. From what I've seen. I might be missing something, but... Yeah, we might be missing something. And listen, that's where you can go in the comments and tell us like what we're missing. Because I've never seen a show like this before. We're going to take it to 1963. And this home in Pasadena is so gorgeous. It's a mansion. And Beth Ann Staten... See, it's the first episode... First season, so like we got to get the names correct. Beth Ann is played by Jennifer Goodwin, mm-hmm. and she loves to take care of her husband. What do you think about her character and her husband Rob, which is played by Sam Jagger? Yeah, well, you see, it's relevant because of the time, and I like that you feel that as you're watching. You see somewhat of a suppression happening between the husband and wife, the man or the husband being the more dominant figure in the household, yeah, and then. You know, the wife having to listen to him and almost provide for him. And seeing her character, it seems, because of the significance of the era, she seems very suppressed as a wife, as a housewife. Oh, yes. So different, right, than from the now, 2019. Exactly. You, you feel it. And it's it's re- it's almost a little hurtful watching it back how things were accepted socially back then. Yeah. And you can see it in kudos to Jennifer interacting. You can feel the buildup and you could feel the tension of her having to listen to her husband and that being totally fine. I might be setting myself up for my future wife. Is this the future wife you want, George? (laughs) Um, And um, well, no, the future wife is going to hear me saying, hey, you shouldn't be controlling or saying anything at all. I'm running this household. That's probably how it's going to be because I'm a mama's boy. But um, (laughs) seriously, seeing that dynamic of her being suppressed and seeing Rob kind of running the show, uh, you you felt that tension. You really did. Mm-hmm. What an incredible job. I mean, 1963, I mean, that really, I felt like it was in 1963. We're, yeah. We're too much of babies to know about all that. But 
it really felt that way mm-hmm. from the cars, right? We were flipping out yeah. how neat really the cars cool. are. Really cool. The cars were incredible. The attention to details that Mark and and the other producers and and the just the whole team behind the scenes. The diners, the diners. Good old American diners. Oh. I enjoyed seeing that. Oh, I, I just, oh my God. I just, I, you know what? I just want to be in that show. I want to be in that era. If you're going to tell me, Mark, if Mark says, hey, Jackie, I want you to be on my show, which as a matter of fact, I have a friend that's on the show. I'm like, what? You're Good already, for you, You're Cindy. already halfway there. I'm already halfway <laughs> there. I would say I would want to be in the 1963 era. How about you? I, I felt the swag. I felt the swag in the 60s. We're going to get into the 80s later, but yeah, I yeah. thought it was tastefully done, and um, it was really exciting, and, and it felt nostalgic, and of course, I wasn't alive in the 60s, but I almost felt like I was there once, and I wanted to go back there. Exactly. Because it felt so real. It did. It did. Now I can understand what my aunts and my uncles were talking about, because I, I but I, what I don't what I don't like is the reminder of how women definitely were suppressed, like you were yeah. mentioning. And you saw, I did not like that you saw when the neighbors came in, Sheila and the oh, hubby. Yeah. Um, the oh, na- yeah, Sheila, Moscone. Moscone. And Leo. Oh, and Leo. I love her character. So, so so what was really key there is, oh, her, her character is big, too. Huge. But what we saw there is when the husband brought up the book about feminism and brought it up and it was almost like a taboo topic back then and I you know. also felt that and did you notice how he was like like this gesturing gesturing for like the and that's when that's when uh Sheila Moscone was just like yeah she was like uh you know what he uh she Rob she's not your maid Exactly. She's not your maid. And I was just like uh yeah that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah and it was it was extremely rude. And then you saw what, what surprised me, and we slow we slowly see her um, unveil how she feels later in the episode. But what mm. surprised me is when Beth Ann backed up Rob and said, "You know what? I enjoy providing for him." I know, but it's so classic 1963s. It's so classic back in the days, the 50s, the 40s, the 60s. It's so classic. And oh my gosh, I, what else? Oh my lord, have mercy. I'm gonna, you know what? I, I I like how she finds out in the supermarket. Since we're gonna be covering in the right. top topics the 1960s, we might as well, you know, do it that way. Uh, I love when she goes into the supermarket, and that also feels very old fashioned. And that's when she eavesdrops and checks out that like. <laughs> she, like she what bad out. timing to go to the grocery store? Oh my god! Or what great what timing. great timing? But it's like she has no skills, and and she mentions that, and, and it breaks my heart. I'm like, you know, a lot of women back then didn't really have any skills, and they relied on their husbands, and they think that's why their husbands were able to do whatever they want. See, knowledge is power. But when you're being prevented from getting the knowledge, where yeah. does all the power go to? Right. And I think that's why I like how they do 1963, then they go to 1980, kind of halfway mid mm-hmm. Then they go to now. It's really clever, I feel, so that no matter what the circumstance, why would women kill? Right. Let's not let's not forget about the elephant in the room. (laughs) We could definitely see why. Jackie, I'm sure you you could tell me many reasons why. And I could probably tell you all the mistakes I've made to understand why this would happen. But he's alive. (laughs) I made it through. You made it through. So I ain't all that bad. Are you are you married? I don't even know. No, I'm not married. Okay. (laughs) But I'm learning. He's learning, he's made it through. So we're gonna go into nineteen eighty four and Oh my God, Simone, played by Lucy Liu. Yo, can we just start by saying Lucy Liu bodied that role? Her energy, her comedic timing, yeah, her ferociousness. I love it, and I'm here for all of that. Me too, me too. I mean, she really embodied it big time. And I love the outfits. I mean, that is oh, 80s. Yeah, look. That is Cindy Lauper, like, girls just want to have fun. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was totally. I, I was feeling it. And actually, while we're on the topic of Lucy Lou being big in her acting, it almost, I somehow felt that I didn't get enough from Carl. Was that the husband's name? Yep, Carl. I almost, Carl. And Carl is played by Jack Davenport. And, really and, great actor, and, yeah. And Jack's an awesome actor, and maybe he's on to something with being the more 
quiet um, yeah. spouse in this scene. He is. But, but uh, Lucy Lou went so over the top, or Simone, let's say Simone, that I got a lot. I felt like I got to know a lot about Simone and not enough about Carl. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Simone Simone just rocked it. I mean, she was just spicy. I mean, she just yeah. slapping him around. I mean, like, but what a what a kick in the face to find those pictures. It's tough. See, and, and so we'll tough. get to 2019 later. So yeah. it's not that much of a kick in the face in 2019, but in it's, the 80s. Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's not that much of a difference. Yeah. But do you see how the women are so different? They, 1980s yeah. versus the but, 60s. But what I will say, it seemed like there was some more women empowerment happening in the 80s just from what we've seen through yeah. the characters. Oh, yeah. And how they, you know, what a contrast yeah. jumping from Beth Ann to yeah. a character like Simona. I mean, you see a, you see a big jump. Oh, yeah. I, I was almost getting a little agitated because I was just like, come on, come on, you know, to, to, to uh, um, Beth Ann. I was like, come on, you, you need to be a little tougher. And she tried. Oh, she so tried at the yeah. diner. You're, you're almost rooting for her. Oh, and you then, are. And then Simona compensates for all of that. She has no problem. No, she has no he, problem even, slapping the hell out of freaking yeah. Carl, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, right? Yeah, Ooh. that was the, the slap. Then you got the fight outside. Yeah, and it's like she doesn't want anybody to know. And then, again, yeah, at all, she's she's so much about hiding it. Mm. And, um, because and it's all about, like, you know, she's in Pasadena, image. prestige and the image. Exactly. And then the, the fact about the pills, and there was no pills left, and then... What she said again, writers, y'all are the bomb. Yeah, you're Yo, the bomb. You're writers. on fire. The thing about, <laughs> I want to see you tie in a one room near an airport. What? Yeah. Like, she's just give, giving it all out. And I was just so impressed with all of that. Yeah, because Carl was pretty, like, timid. He was scared. Very I would have been scared. But besides all that, let's tell our AfterBuzz audience and listeners and viewers. Take it away. Because it's important to let them know. You That's know right. I mean? Let them know. Let so, them know, George. So before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. All five of those stars. But no matter where <laughs> you are. Leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. And trust me, there's lots to talk about here. And I just want to say sincerely, being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. See, when you're an entertainer in Hollywood, you need all the support you could get. And y'all keep giving us that energy and we're going to give it right back to you. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Absolutely. And if you have any comments at all, even if it's not tonight, it's say, hey, you didn't have time and you want to like write a comment tomorrow. I'm going to be checking it out. So drop we're going to be dropping. We want to talk. We want to yeah. talk. We're going to interact with you guys because this show is going to go far. Yeah. And there's there's almost too much to talk about. Oh, my God. So we need some so, assistance. Yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're going to get to current time 2019. Same home, guys. Same home. I, I can't believe it. You you drew my attention to that. I was like, okay, it's three different eras. But when you pointed out it's the same home, I was like, wow. You know, the, the so set clever. design, production, you know, kudos to y'all too because they pulled it off. It looked like, especially to me in the 80s, you know, when you saw that party with the tall candles and everything. It, yeah. it did not look like the same home no, at, at all. No, at all. Yeah. It's, it, it, it could be tricky if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, my God. But the outside does definitely look the same. It's yeah. just that. It, it seems like in 2019, we have, uh, she. it's just a very ballsy character. Uh, Taylor Harding is the name of the character, but her she's a kick booty lawyer. Actor yeah. Kirby Howell, but beats uh, Baptiste I want to say her name correctly. And the husband's Eli Cohen. Mm-hmm. And he plays a writer. So, you know, he's not really making the income. <laughs> I felt his... We felt the pain, right? I felt the pain. You know, been writing for a while. Some months are slow. They are. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does address that, like, babe, does that bother you? Like, you're kind of holding down this mansion and I'm chilling out by the pool trying to write a script. Yes. Yeah, what do you think about that? Because you're a writer yourself. I, fe- I felt the pain. I actually once dated a lawyer and um, she asked me you know what I majored in and I was like you know I majored in literature 
with the hope of becoming a lawyer. She's like, oh, what what I became? And I was like, geez, I wanted to call, crawl into a cave and, cave oh, and cry. Made, I can't even talk. Did I'm she still make so nervous. you feel like this uh, Taylor made Eli feel? Because, you know, yeah. these people have a complete open oh, relationship. Complete. That's how you immediately know it's 2019. Exactly. Yeah, it's completely open. And you, that's where you see another contrast. So you're looking at what happened with Rob and Beth Ann, and you see the complete, you see an evolution happening with Simona, but the complete role reversal now happens between Eli and Taylor. And he mentions to Taylor that she's providing, you know, as you said, writing slow. And it's very interesting to see that this is what's happening in 2019. And let's face it, it is a lot more acceptable than it would have been in the sixties. Oh yeah! Oh my God! This would not. This would not even be a topic. Wouldn't fly. Maybe you know, like in hiding, because I'm sure they got down a little bit back in the sixties. Right. But that—that that was maybe the hippies who were smoking a little too much doobie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. In, but, even in the eighties, that that kind of insinuated the end of the relationship. They yeah. wanted to. Divorce and have no one know what actually happened, but in 2019. Oh no, 2019. It's I happening. was just like, oh, really? Again, kudos to the writers. Right. Like, what great writing so that it's not like this uh, monotony, like this whole like same kind of like, oh, look at us. It's a couple that's doing the same kind of thing. No, these are completely three different couples, three different decades. It's so beautifully written it's so exciting it's like it's like um now that i want to bring it back to, to uh 1963 uh-huh. but you saw how he was eating the and the el pimiento yeah. got stuck which you were like pimiento. Like, we were both like, pimiento. i looked it up and i'm like oh my god of course that's a spanish word it's a hot chili pepper <laughs> getting stuck in his throat i was like whoa well, well now that you're mentioning that what was interesting in 2019 when she told him, Taylor told Eli, or I think he mentioned he was going to get pizza. Yeah. And then we had the cutaway back to the grocery store. And the first thing was the fro- from the frozen pizza to seeing that in the shop. Yeah, And, it, you know, the transitions here are great. Oh, they're beautiful, they're so the great. transitions, so, for sure. So then transi- transitioning into 2019 and seeing, you know, the senior mentioning, I thought it was going to be poison. Me when, too. When when uh, she made the dinner, and then I didn't oh. know what that word was. I thought it was a type of poison. <laughs> and then going forward to 2019, yeah. again, the underlying thing here is the wife was cooking for the husband, and in 2019, the, the husband the, 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 he's getting the he's getting the pizza. He's getting you know? the pizza, but then it's not expected. But, but another little extra twist: we've got the we've got Jade. Who is the well? I'm going to call her the mistress, even though she's not a mistress. But she's the, she's the, oh god, it's an open relationship. It's a, what do you call the, someone that it's not a mistress because they know about it? The friend, <laughs> the third the friend, friend. The acquaintance, it's not a third wheel the, of acquaintance. <laughs> the party crasher, yeah, in a good it, way. But it was so it was uh, it was uh, really nice how like she was. Cooking, making breakfast. She they were both the shocked. Way. Yeah, they were shocked. Like, our house is clean. And I thought at that <laughs> point, I thought at that point that a threesome had happened. But then later on when they were talking by the pool, you kind of feel that it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And, and when um, Eli's talking to his friend, and he's saying, oh, she's into you. With the button again, another I know. that little instigator. His name is uh, Lamar. You know yeah. what? You're instigating. Yeah, Lamar, You're like, you know, she wants Lamar's you. I know how white girls do it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then the writers put saying that the button. If they fix your button, it means, <laughs> yo, these but these they want you. These writing pens. They're not writing with pens. They're writing with pencils because they're on fire and they're wood and wood lights up faster. It's on fire. They the writers are. are on fire. And and then like how Jade was by the pool and she's like bending over. Like okay, yeah. I, I was just like, all right, I'm sorry. The, You're Innuendos. Uh, you're only bending over in front of someone yeah. because you're interested. She like, knows. Who? She knows what she's doing, and we mm-hmm. knew she knew what she's doing when we saw that first initial stare. I know oh, that I trance love, of a stare. That little stare that she gave, <laughs> yeah. like. And I was like, he was falling. Yeah, over. Yeah, he was falling over. And let's talk about Taylor because she seemed to be a, she little got a little bothered. She looked a little jealous, right? For Mm -hmm. someone who's very powerful. She's a powerful lawyer. She's in control. I mean, you know, even he, Eli mentioned like, uh, yeah, she definitely wears the pants in the family. So for, to see her sort of like towards the ending of the show, kind of like. In a vulnerable state. 
she kind of like collapsed a little bit like uh what's going on we here? see that jealousy can happen that's in an open right. relationship that's right and mm-hmm. maybe that's why women kill <laughs> <laughs> more problems coming more problems coming <laughs> oh my lord have mercy so i know we have a special segment we're gonna get to that yes, we do because uh, we kind of covered a lot of the hot 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 stuff that's going on here in this first episode which was heated up heated up and our, and our special segment because we talked about the importance of the heiress yeah. is going to be the top three signs of the times oh. the top three signs of the times from each era is being the 60s the 80s and the 2010s so starting with the 60s yeah my favorite sign of the time i believe it was a ford thunderbird the mm. car in the opening gorgeous and that was my absolute instant favorite thing I don't know if you agree with that, I, if you like the I car. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, because it is so essential to have cars. Cars mark time. Yes. Absolutely. Because you would not see, uh, you know, a Lamborghini back in 1963. Yeah, you, so you, you might, it's, but it's not going to be the same ones we're looking at today. <laughs> exactly. And gorgeous car. Yeah, I totally gorgeous. agree with you. You got, you got the feel for it. And going into the 80s, all yeah. right. Now, I know, Jackie, when we were watching, you liked the fashion, the clothes. And 80s fashion, if you go on, if you're in Hollywood and you go down Melrose Avenue, you're going to see a lot of 80s fashion, I promise I you. It's and it's one. the best. And I was going to say that my favorite sign of the times was the hair in the 80s. But but I think the better thing to say, and let's give wardrobe some props. Yes. Yo, the clothes in the 80s was my favorite sign of the times oh. in this. And yeah, then, I love I love the clothes, but I love the hair of the eighties. That whole yeah. poof, honey, I could do that hair all so, day long. So we'll give it a close second. <laughs> okay. And going into twenty nineteen, <laughs> favorite sign of the time, because of the way it was rolled out in the writing, was the open relationship. They didn't smack us in the face with it right away. No. Taylor was going to re- rescue her friend or whoever it was, and it slowly <laughs> gets revealed in the dialogue through with Eli that it's actually someone who she's hooking up with and I thought it was brilliant and that was my favorite sign of the time in the 2019 oh I did love that because that is a sign of the time you're not going to see that back in the days you're just not going to see it and and building off these signs of the times so the second part of our (laughs) segment okay we're going to be talking about we're still staying on the eras because the eras are very important establishing factor of this show the era is it's a timepiece, and it kind of determines and situates everything we're seeing. So we're going to talk about, because I'm a music guy, our favorite songs from each era in our special segment. And if you are watching, please let us know in the comments yes. your favorite songs from each era. We're going to start with the 60s. My my favorite song, Jackie, from the 60s is It's My Party. Do you know that song? It's my party and I da 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 do da 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 do 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 I'm so glad you could keep a pitch because I was about to butcher the song. But that song... Don't know really the lyrics, but I know that's how it goes. That song, whenever I make a decision to buy something and I know I don't have enough money to buy it, it's my party. Literally, it starts going in my head until I get to the register, pay with cash, Wear it when I get home, and then I cry later on. But then that's that's my motivation song. <laughs> you would cry too. <laughs> and that that song actually came out in 1963, which is exactly when it takes place. I love that song. Going into the 80s, there's a song called "Take on Me" by Aha. Do you know that song? Take on, hum it a um, little bit. You take won't Take on me, take on me. You know that song? I feel oh. like it. Oh no. So. That- well, well, I'm going to have to find one for the 80s. That's, true, I, I keep going to Cindy Lauper. <laughs> true, true story. My first my first job was at a store called Home Goods, And I used to have to move the furniture, and it was heavy. Yeah. And while I would move the furniture, they always had the song in the loop. And this was one of the songs in the loop. Oh, okay. We're going to have to play that song later. <laughs> so it played. I don't know if I like it or if I'm programmed to love it. Because it was all I heard. That's it. That's all you heard. And then lastly, 2019. There's a group out right now called Emotional Oranges, and they have a song called Personal, and it's actually playing on SiriusXM, and they've been going on a world tour. I promise you, Personal, right now in 2019, is the best song that is out there. Wow. I stand by that. Okay, we're going to have to check out Personal. you got to check it out. 
And what I love about Emotional Oranges is they're bridging the gap in R&B. Because you know you had the R&B, R&B with the soulfulness, yeah. the romantic vibes, and then it kind of turned into mumble rap and trap. So there's this gap in between. And the gap is like these 90 elements, these hip-hop elements, and this soulfulness that was kind of diluted going into into current times. And they have all of it. Oh, my God. Emotional you know Oranges, personal. I'm gonna, we're gonna, listen, guys, check check out all the songs he's talking it's about. It's the business. It's the business. Sounds fabulous. I feel like I heard this before. You've heard it. Because if I, I, if I hear the actual song, I'm going to know. You're vibrating. You're feeling it. You're feeling <laughs> I'm it, vibrating. Jackie. So we're going to get to news. After Buzz TV News. All right. Okay, listen. We have a picture here of Mark Cherry. Cherry, was I saying curry? Oh my curry. god! Oh, Can I, I just, oh my like, gosh! And I assumed it rhymed with my name. I, and I am so sorry about that, but it is a new show, so so forgive us. Yeah. But it is Mark Cherry. Oh god! So I knew my it was name is C. George Cherry, not Corey. Ah, there I'm it going is. whatever whatever Mr. Cherry's doing. Yes. I'm changing the pronunciation of my name for it. That's right, Mark Cherry. He's a writer. He's a producer, and we've got his IMDb there. Listen, he is known for Desperate Housewife. The Golden Girls. I mean, three women living in three different decades. That's what this is all about. A, house, a housewife in the 60s, a socialite in the 80s, a lawyer in 2018-19. Deal with infidelity in their marriages. That, that's we, a log line. That's a dynamite log line. That's right. IMDB, thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, we've got Lucy Lou. We've got a picture of Lucy Lou right here. Oh, beautiful. And she is killing it. Mm-hmm. We've got Jennifer Goodwin. We have a picture of her, too. She is killing it as well. She, she looks so different. I noticed that in this show, she looks so different. I wonder She's if so that was... Different. It's probably intentional because oh, of the wardrobe. Oh, but yeah. the, hair, the hair. The hair. The hair and is the transforming makeup. transforming her. Yeah, because, you know, Lucy Lou looks very different, too, in the 1980s type of look. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Goodwin mm-hmm. looks completely different as well. And Kirby Howell Batiste. She looks, I think she looks the one that looks the most current. I think it's it is most, because it is the most current yeah. picture. Yeah, and she, she has yeah. an extremely, what, what I'd call a likable face. Yes. On camera, yes. and she brought that like likability to Taylor. She, she, she did. did. She you did. just like Taylor, and 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 Eli too. You like Eli when Eli. Yeah, says yeah. It was almost like I'm not trying to have a favorite couple, but I think so yeah, far it's my they're, favorite they're couple. They're in the race. Lo- they're in the. They're, and they're yeah. ahead of the race, low key. They're yeah, they're low key. So yeah, Cherry's new CBS All Access series, Why Women Kill, is on on Thursdays, and it's got a three out of four. It, you know what? And it says. It's like housewives boil down to its most essential elements, death, sex, great actresses, and mystery. I mean, yeah, that sums it up right there. With the freedom to curse, despite its partial period setting, women, which is their shortcut for why women kill, is essentially a modern version of housewives mixing dark comedy with violence to eliminate the lives of its main characters, starring with the talented trio of Lucy Liu, Jennifer Goodwin and Kirby Howell Batista. And they were on The Good Place and Barry. Yeah, I mean I mean this is this is a, an exciting show. It's saying that it, it but it doesn't exploit its characters or gratuitous intellation either. You know, even though it's enlightened with the Molly Omery, you know what I mean? When they're yeah. like having this uh, the threesomes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is an exciting show. Hey, people, you got to get with the times. You got to watch this kind of show. So we're going to get to predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. God, I love this part of the show. I like it. And I also like the fact that they gave us an oop. And usually they leave us wondering too much, but why women kill? They gave us some fun highlights of the next episode coming, episode oh, they two, did. and they gave me some hints. And I'm gonna go through my hints. Go get it. Hint number one: Beth Ann, or shall we call her Sheila? She's out to basically take over. She's getting out of her shell. Yeah. She's getting out of. This discomfort that we talked about. That's right. And she's turning into a Power Ranger, Super Saiyan, superhero, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And she's up to get some revenge and stand her ground in the household as a woman of the household who is stronger than the man in the household. And we're going to see that 
unroll. And I think it's going to happen as soon as the next episode from some of the cool highlights I saw. They had some really cool highlights, for sure. I believe that Carl is going to survive the pill attack. And I think they're going to, although Simona's doing her thing, which we didn't talk much about him, but Taylor, and as much as it would cheer her up to commit a felony, as she said, and, and sleep with Tara, yeah. tell her, I think she's going to actually commit the felony, because we saw that happen in the mobile. But I also think that she's going to circle back to Carl. There's something there between them. I'm yeah. trying to figure out. I know Carl might be into men, too. But this could be a suppressed 2019 situation, and they might come up with an agreement and stay together eventually. That's my prediction for episode two. Yeah. As well as Eli and Taylor, you know for a fact that that's happening. We saw it in the shower with Jane, but I think that Taylor is going to, although she welcomed that energy in, she's going to want it the heck out of her home. She's going to get jealous, and Mm. Jane's going to be bye-bye in episode two. Mm, ooh, that quickly, you that think. That quick, that ooh. fast. It ain't going to last. Ooh, it's ooh. broken with no cast. Let me see. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me echo from right there where you just left off. Taylor is definitely, yeah, and thank you for the writers and everyone highlighting these little clips right at the ending of the show. I appreciate show. it, because sometimes when I you withhold too that. much, it's like, where's the direction? Yeah, exactly. So this is a, it, it's making predictions a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor is gonna break up with Jade because mm. she's very jealous. Yeah. But I think that Jade's not gonna be gone just yet. Oh, she's gonna stick around. I think she's gonna stick around. Maybe not in the house, but I... I don't know the way Simon was looking at Jade. I feel like he's going to wind up hooking up with her. I, it's it's going to get it's it's going to get a little sticky situation there. That's what I feel with this couple in okay. the 2019. I could also see that happening. And Lucy Lou, I yeah, I feel like She's not going to be able to let go of Carl as much as she wants to hang him. And she's just like slapping him like, get over it with your pills. You're not going to die on my time. You're going to die a real slow death because you're going to pay for what you've done for yeah. me. You And, and you can't oh, come out. So it's the opposite of what I'm saying. She's going to make him suffer. She's going to make him suffer because it was those few key words. You see, women listen a little differently yeah. than men do. But I'm learning but this show learning is my second mis- college degree. Literature, watching why women kill. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> they both do the same thing in the exactly, universe. Exactly. So I feel like Lucy Liu, uh, you know, she's going to, um, she's going to, uh, Lucy Liu, she's going Simone, sorry. It's the same character. It's the same people. She, I, she probably is the same person, actually. In real- <laughs> <laughs> I want to party with Lucy Lou, too. Yeah, I want to yeah. party with Lucy Lou. <laughs> so Simone is definitely going to keep Carl around because Carl did mention a little hint, and he mentioned how you can't make it without me. See, it's the yeah. opposite. Uh, Taylor... Uh, you know, Simone needs Taylor because Taylor is holding down the house. But Carl is holding down the house in the 80s with Simone. Simone is just like one of those Beverly Housewives that just like Beverly Hills Housewives that just has this money because of the husband. You're saying that Eli has a function in the house with Taylor. More of a function. Exactly. 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 So, um, yeah. And then Beth, Beth Ann turning into Sheila. Ooh. So mysterious. Saucy. Mysterious, saucy. saucy. She Spicy w- like her little mini tomato chili that's called a... <laughs> Pimiento. Pim- pim- say slowly. <laughs> Pimiento. Pimiento. We will learn Spanish here también. Okay, mi gente. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. those are my predictions. I mean, we're going on with the predictions, but it's we really love this episode. So yeah. we cannot wait for the next episode two to come on if, out next week. This is how episode one went down. Episode two is going to be cray cray, and, and I can't wait. I know it's going to be totally crazy, and we're going to have all the names like on lockdown because it's Unlocked. the first episode. So we're like trying to just make sure that the the, the yeah, names are correct and, and all that. And it's good because Mr. Cherry. Now you could come in so we could apologize to you in person and exactly. have you and have you here. Yes, Mark Terry, come to our show here Please. at AfterBuzz. We love to interview you because not only are you uh, you just created this incredible "Why Women Kill," which as soon as Bree told me about this 
show. I mean, I didn't even see the trailer, and I was already like, yep, I'm in. Yeah, just <laughs> just the concept alone. And exactly. don't you love it when a show lives up to the expectations of the concept? And this wow. did that and more. Salute. Boom. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, well, you know what, George? Let everybody know, because we're going to have to wrap this up. We can talk all day long. Get into our comments at YouTube, iTunes. Do all that stuff. Subscribe, share. Please write whatever you want, and we're going to get back to you. Okay? We're going to be here next week, same time, same bat channel. So, George, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. They can find me at Mr. George Corey, last name spelled K-H-O-U-R-I. Check out my show as well, Black Coffee Show. Absolutely. And you can find me at Jackie Nova 7 across the board and at oxfilms.us because my feature action suspense thriller comes out this fall. I am the lead and I am the producer in that. It's a Richard Ryan film and it's called Art of Deception. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Thank you so much for watching our Afterbuzz show here with Why Women Kill. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Taylor, because she seemed to be a little, a little bothered. bothered she looked by a little it. jealous, right, for mm-hmm. someone who's very powerful. She's a powerful lawyer. She's in control. I mean, you know, even he, Eli mentioned, like, uh, yeah, she definitely wears the pants in the family. Like, yeah. You know, so for... To see her sort of like towards the ending of the show, kind of like vulnerable state, she kind of like collapsed a little bit. Like, uh, what's going on? We see that jealousy can happen in an open relationship. That's right, and maybe that's why women kill. (laughs) (laughs) More problems coming. More problems coming. (laughs) Oh my lord, have mercy! So I know we have a special segment. We're going to get to that. Yes, we do because uh, we kind of covered a lot of the hot, hot, hot stuff that's going on here in this first episode, which was heated. Heated up, and our our special segment, because we talked about the importance of the heiress, is going to be the top three signs of the times. The top three signs of the times from each era being the 60s, the 80s, and the 2010s. So starting with the 60s, my favorite sign of the time, I believe it was a Ford Thunderbird, the car in the opening. Gorgeous, and that was my absolute instant favorite thing I don't know if you agree with that, I, if you like the I car. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, because it is so essential to have cars. Cars mark time. Yes. Absolutely. Because you would not see, uh, you know, a Lamborghini back in 1963. Yeah, you you might, but it's not going to be the same ones we're looking at today. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Gorgeous car. I totally agree with you. you. You got the feel for it. And going into the 80s, all yeah. right. Now, I know, Jackie, when we were watching, you like the fashion, the clothes. And 80s fashion, if you go on, if you're in Hollywood and you go down Melrose Avenue, you're going to see a lot of 80s fashion, I promise I you. It's and it's one. the best. And I was going to say that my favorite sign of the times was the hair in the 80s. But but I think the better thing to say, and let's give wardrobe some props. Yes. Yo, the clothes in the 80s was my favorite sign of the times oh. in this. And yeah, then, I love I love the clothes, but I love the hair of the eighties. That whole yeah. poof, honey, I could do that hair though so, all day long. So we'll give it a close second. <laughs> okay. And going into twenty nineteen, <laughs> favorite sign of the time, because of the way it was rolled out in the writing, was the open relationship. They didn't smack us in the face with it right away. No. Taylor was going to re- rescue her friend or whoever it was, and it slowly <laughs> gets revealed in the dialogue through with Eli that it's actually someone who she's hooking up with and I thought it was brilliant and that was my favorite sign of the time in the 2019 oh I did love that because that is a sign of the time you're not going to see that back in the days you're just not going to see it and and building off these sign of the times so the second part of our (laughs) segment okay 
We're going to be talking about, we're still staying on the eras because the eras are very important. It's an establishing factor of this show. The era is, it's a timepiece and it kind of determines and situates everything we're seeing. So we're going to talk about, because I'm a music guy, our favorite songs from each era in our special segment. And if you are watching, please let us know in the comments your favorite songs from each era. We're going to start with the 60s. My my favorite song, Jackie, from the 60s is It's My Party. Do you know that song? It's my party and I da 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 I'm so glad you could keep a pitch because I was about to butcher the song. But that song... Don't know really the lyrics, but I know that's how it goes. That song, whenever I make a decision to buy something and I know I don't have enough money to buy it, it's my party. Literally, it starts going in my head until I get to the register, pay with cash, wear it when I get home, and then I cry later on. But then that's that's my motivation song. <laughs> you would cry too. <laughs> and that, that song actually came out in 1963, which is exactly when it takes place. I love that song. Going into the 80s, there's a song called Take On Me by AHA. Do you know that song? Take On Hum it a um, little bit. You take won't Take on me. Take on me. You know that song? I feel oh. like it. Oh, no. So that, well, well, I'm gonna have to find one for the '80s. True, I, I keep going to Cindy Lauper. <laughs> true, true story. My first, my first job was at a store called Home Goods, and I used to have to move the furniture, and it was heavy. Yeah. And while I would move the furniture, they always had the song in the loop, and this was one of the songs in the loop. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to play that song later. <laughs> so it played. I don't know if I like it or if I'm programmed to love it because it was all I heard. That's it. That's all you heard. And then lastly, 2019. There's a group out right now called Emotional Oranges, and they have a song called Personal, and it's actually playing on Sirius XM, and they've been going on a world tour. I promise you, Personal, right now in 2019, is the best song that is out there. Wow. I stand by that. Okay, we're going to have to check out you Personal. you got to check it out. And what I love about Emotional Oranges is they're bridging the gap in R&B. Because you know you had the R&B, R&B with the soulfulness, the romantic vibes, and then it kind of turned into mumble rap and trap. So there's this gap in between. And the gap is like these 90 elements, these hip-hop elements, and this soulfulness that was kind of diluted going into, into current times. And they have all of it. Oh, my God. Emotional Oranges, personal. I'm gonna, we're gonna, listen, guys, check... Check out all the songs he's talking about. It's the about. business. It's the business. Sounds fabulous. I feel like I heard this before. You've heard it. Because if I, I, if I hear the actual song, I'm going to know. You're vibrating. You're feeling it. You're feeling <laughs> I'm it, vibrating. Jackie. So we're going to get to news. After Buzz TV News. All right. Okay. Listen, we have a picture here of Mark Cherry. Cherry, Cherry, was I saying curry? Oh my curry. god! Oh, Can I, I just, oh my like, gosh! And I assumed it rhymed with my name. I, and I am so sorry about that, but it is a new show, so so forgive us. Yeah. Be, but it's Mark Cherry. Oh god! So I my knew name it was is C. George Cherry, not Corey. Ah, there I'm it going is. whatever whatever Mr. Cherry's doing. Yes. I'm changing the pronunciation of my name for it. That's right, Mark Cherry. He's a writer. He's a producer, and we've got his IMDb there. Listen, he is known for a Desperate Housewife. The Golden Girls. I mean, three women living in three different decades. That's what this is all about. A a housewife in the 60s, a socialite in the 80s, a lawyer in 2018-19. Deal with infidelity in their marriages. That's a log line. That's a dynamite log line. That's right. IMDB, thank -hmm. you very much. Uh, We've got Lucy Liu. We've got a picture of Lucy Liu right here. Oh, beautiful. And she is killing it. Mm -hmm. We've got Jennifer Goodwin. We have a picture of her, too. She is killing it as well. She she looks so different. I noticed that in this show, she looks so different. I wonder if that was... It's probably intentional because of the wardrobe. But the hair hair, hair is transforming her. Yeah, because, you know, Lucy Liu looks very different, too, in the 1980s type of look. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Goodwin mm-hmm. looks completely different as well. And Kirby Howell Batiste. She looks, I think she looks the one that looks the most current. I think it's it is most, because it is the most current yeah, picture. And she, she has yeah. an extremely, what, what I'd call a likable face. Yes. On camera, yes. and she brought that like likeability to Taylor. She, she, she did. did. She you did. just like Taylor, and 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 Eli too. 
You like Eli when Eli Yeah, sounds good. yeah. It was almost like I'm not trying to have a favorite couple, but I think so yeah, far it's my they're, favorite couple. They're in the race. They're in the they're, in the yeah. head of the race, low key. They're yeah, they're low key. So yeah, Cherry's new CBS All Access series, Why Women Kill, is on on Thursdays, and it's got a three out of four. It, you know what? And it says it's like Housewives boiled down to its most essential elements: death, sex. Great actresses and mystery. I mean, yeah, that sums it up right there. With the freedom to curse, despite its partial period setting, women, which is their shortcut for why women kill, is essentially a modern version of Housewives, mixing dark comedy with violence to illuminate the lives of its main characters, starring with the talented trio of Lucy Liu, Jennifer Goodwin, and Kirby Howell Batiste. And they were on The Good Place and Barry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is an ex. Exciting show. It's saying that it, it, but it doesn't exploit its characters or gratuitous intellation either. You know, even though it's enlightened with the Molly Amory, you know what I mean? When they're yeah. like having this uh, the threesomes and all that stuff. Uh, this is an exciting show. Hey, people, you got to get with the times. You got to watch this kind of show. So we're going to get to predictions. Dun, dun, dun. And now, you're after Buzz TV. God, I love this part of the show. I like it. And I also like the fact that they gave us an oop. And usually they leave us wondering too much, but why women kill? They gave us some fun highlights of the next episode coming, episode two. And they gave me some hints. And I'm going to go through my hints. Go get it. Hint number one Beth Ann, or shall we call her (laughs) Sheila, she's out to basically take over. She's getting out of her shell. Yeah. She's getting out of this discomfort that we talked about. That's right. And she's turning into a Power Ranger, Super Saiyan, superhero, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And she's up to get some revenge and stand her ground in the household as a woman of the household who is stronger than the man in the household. And we're going to see that unroll. And I think it's going to happen as soon as the next episode from some of the cool highlights I saw. They have some really cool highlights, for sure. I believe that Carl is going to survive the pill attack. And I think they're going to, although Simona's doing her thing, which we didn't talk much about him, but Taylor. And as much as it would cheer her up to commit a felony, as you said, and, and sleep with Tara, yeah. Taylor, I think she's going to actually commit the felony because we saw that happen in the mobile. But I also think that she's going to, Circle back to Carl. There is something there between them. I'm yeah. trying to figure out. I know Carl might be into men too, but this could be a suppressed 2019 situation, and they might come up with an agreement and stay together eventually. That's my predict- prediction for episode two. Yeah. As well as Eli and Taylor, you know for a fact that that's happening. We saw it in the shower with Jane, but I think that Taylor is going to, although she welcomed that energy in, She's going to want it the heck out of her home. She's going to get jealous. And mm. Jane's going to be bye-bye in episode two. Mm. Ooh, that quickly, you that think? That quick, that Ooh. fast. It ain't going to last. Ooh. It's Ooh. broken with no cast. Let me see. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me echo from right there where you just left off. Taylor is definitely, yeah, and thank you for the writers and everyone highlighting these little clips right at the ending of the show. I appreciate show. it, because sometimes when I you withhold too that. much, it's like, where's the direction? Yeah, exactly. So this is a, it's making predictions a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor is gonna break up with Jade because mm-hmm. she's very jealous. Yeah. But I think that Jade's not gonna be gone just yet. Oh, she's gonna stick around. I think she's gonna stick around. Maybe not in the house, but I I don't know the way Simon was looking at Jade. I feel like he's going to wind up hooking up with her. I it's it's going to get it's it's going to get a little sticky situation there. That's what I feel with this couple in okay. the 2019. I could also see that happening. And Lucy Lou, I yeah, I feel like She's not going to be able to let go of Carl as much as she wants to hang him. And she's just like slapping him like, get over it with your pills. You're not going to die on my time. You're going to die a real slow death because you're going to pay for what you've done for yeah. me. You And you can't oh, come out. So it's the opposite of what I'm saying. She's going to make him suffer. 
She's going to make him suffer because it was those few key words. You see, women listen a little differently yeah. than men do. But I'm learning but this awful. show is my second college degree. Literature, watching why women kill. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> they both do the same thing in the exactly, universe. Exactly. So I feel like Lucy Liu, uh, you know, she's going to, um, she's going to, uh, Lucy Liu, she's going to. Simone, sorry. It's the same character. It's the same people. She, she probably is the same person, actually. In real- <laughs> <laughs> I want to party with Lucy Liu, too. Yeah, I want to yeah. party with Lucy Liu. <laughs> so Simone is definitely going to keep Carl around because Carl did mention a little hint, and he mentioned how you can't make it without me. See, it's the yeah. opposite. Uh, Taylor... Uh, you know, Simone needs Taylor because Taylor is holding down the house. But Carl is holding down the house in the 80s with Simone. Simone is just like one of those Beverly housewives that just like Beverly Hills housewives that just has this money because of the husband. You're saying that Eli has a function in the house with Taylor. More of a function. Exactly. 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 So, um, yeah. And then Beth, Beth Ann turning into Sheila. Ooh. So mysterious. Mysterious, saucy. saucy, Spicy like her little mini tomato chili that's called a... (laughs) Pimiento. Say it slowly. (laughs) Pimiento. Pimiento. We will learn Spanish here también. Okay, mi gente. (laughs) (laughs) So those are my predictions. I mean, we're going on with the predictions, but we really love this episode. So we cannot wait for the next episode, too, to come on out next week. If this is how episode one went down, episode two is going to be cray-cray. And I can't wait. I know. It's going to be totally crazy. And we're going to have all the names, like, on lockdown because it's the first episode. So we're, like, trying to just make sure that the the, the names are correct and and all that. And it's good because Mr. Cherry, now you could come in so we could apologize to your person and exactly. have you and have you here. Yes, Mark Cherry, come to our show here Please. at AfterBuzz. We love to interview you because not only are you uh, you just created this incredible "Why Women Kill," which as soon as Bree told me about this show, I mean, I didn't even see the trailer and I was already like, "Yep, I'm in." Yeah, just <laughs> just the concept alone, and exactly. don't you love it when a show lives up to the expectations of the concept? <sighs> And this wow. did that and more. Salute. Boom. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, well, you know what, George? Let everybody know because we're going to have to wrap this up. We can talk all day long. Get into our comments at YouTube, iTunes. Do all that stuff. Subscribe, share. Please write whatever you want and we're going to get back to you. Okay. We're going to be here next week. Same time, same bat channel. So, George. Definitely. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. They can find me at Mr. George Corey, last name spelled K-H-O-U-R-I. Check out my show as well, Black Coffee Show. Absolutely. And you can find me at Jackie Nova 7 across the board and at oxfilms.us because my feature action suspense thriller comes out this fall. I am the lead and I am the producer in that. It's a Richard Ryan film and it's called Art of deception. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Thank you so much for watching our After Buzz show here with Why Women Kill. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.